What's going on, comic fam? It's your boy, the Bearded Comic Bro, and I am joined by comic creator Zach Kaplan. Thank you for hopping on the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Greg. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk about this. I read Join the Future. I think it came out in like the first issue, February or January, around that time, right? Of right, right when the pandemic was hitting, it came out. Yeah. So um, that I I read it. It was on one of my weekly like picks of like you got to check out this series it's really good so when we finally were able to connect to just talk about it um i'm super excited to do that um whenever i bring a guest on though one of the first things i like to know is how did you get into creating comics oh uh, yeah i mean i was always interested in creating stories uh i what i initially gravitated towards uh film and tv i went to film school i studied writing i uh uh, pursued it a lot in, in, I live in Los Angeles here. And, um, but I always loved comics. It just never, even when I was pitching, uh, I, I kind of, um, uh, I always loved comics and I always thought about doing one, but I never really thought about being a full-time comic creator. And, uh, I pitched a, a lot of different ideas for a long time, just wanting to do a comic. And then I finally landed Eclipse at Top Cow Image. And uh, that just, I fell head first into it. And I, I just loved it. I think, you know, I'd always loved stories, but there were two things I fundamentally loved. I loved um, the concept of using panels to tell a story and just the, 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 the medium. And then I loved the community. You know, when I went to a convention and, it, and I was able to interact with fans and readers and, and discover the, the community, I never had actually... I don't think I'd ever been to a, a comic convention before. I've been to comic shops all the time, uh, but I'd never been to a convention before. Um, and it, it just it just was amazing. And I, I fell in love with the whole comics community and, and comic readers, and, and I was just hooked. And I, I wanted to make as many comics as I could. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, the once you get hooked into the community, it's hard. Like, that's kind of why I started to do a YouTube channel and have gone like trying to do these interviews because I was missing cons during COVID. I'm just like, this is, this is something I want and I need that interaction. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's built into the, uh, the lexicon of comics. I mean, you know, discussing who's, who's, who wins in the fight, you know, Superman or Batman and, and uh, comic comic readers have always enjoyed discussing the mythology, but I, I think there's a, there's an elevated level of participation that I, I mean, movies and TV have caught up. I think that's for sure. Uh, there is definitely fandom in, in movies and television, but um, people don't identify themselves as like, I'm a TV watcher. Like I watch TV. Like <laughs> I want to talk to who else, who else is it? Where's my TV group? I don't know that right. that exists, but comics, it's like, people are like, I read comics. I love comics. I yep. connect to comics. So there's, it's just a, an, an elevated kind of, uh, passion. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and what's so funny is you mentioned Eclipse. And when I was telling people about this series, I sent one, I sent as you want to join the future to a buddy of mine. And he's like, that was a really good. And he goes, and while I'm reading, he goes, I realized this author wrote one of my favorite series, Eclipse. He's like, have you read it? I was like, no. And then, so I was like, all right, I got to read it. And I bought, I think it's four, four volumes 
or five? Yeah, it's four. Four volumes. Yeah. I bought all four volumes. I think might have been like Thanksgiving Day, and I just crushed through it uh, digitally. Yeah. Like it was fantastic. So, real quick on Eclipse, like that was your first comic. That was my first one. I sold the idea of a deadly son to Top Cow and and this kind of noir detective story and a murder mystery in this city that had survived and and it was kind of a, a redemption story and a story of um kind of hope in the face of terrible tragedy for those of you who don't know uh eclipse is uh what if the sun turned deadly on us and the solar flare has basically wiped out most of humanity and we're surviving but you can't go outside or the sun will burn you alive and then there's a killer going around burning people and it's up to this um kind of loner um kind of uh, a solar engineer who is normally outside and isolated to kind of reconnect with society and help catch this killer um yeah i, I sold that idea to to uh to top cow it was initially going to be a four issue mini series they took a kind of a well flyer and issue one kind of came out of the gate and did really well and um and so they said let's do more i right away i went into the second arc every arc if people have read it and they say it, it's episodic and the reason that is is because every arc i wasn't sure if there was another arc coming so i would write an arc and i kind of leave a little bit and i'd let, write an arc and leave a little bit um and then i you know we wrapped it at 16 issues so uh yeah yeah that's awesome and that's the beautiful thing about comics is like i'm i'm hyping up this one comic and I've already missed like some of your other stuff that you've written. And so like to go back and the backtrack and that's why I love doing these interviews and having these conversations. Well, I'm, I'm relatively new to comics. I still feel new to comics. You know, I, I, I um, Eclipse came out in 2016, but I guess because I, I, I've been learning everything as I go along. So I just still feel like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, learning as much as I can. I still feel very new. I always feel new even at, at conventions and stuff and um, talking to other creators. And yeah, it, 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 I, so it, this is not the first time that someone has read one of my 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 series and then been like, wait, you're, you also wrote Port of Earth or you also wrote Eclipse? And I'm like, yeah, that, that, I wrote both. Yeah, so it happens a lot. <laughs> That's awesome. So we're talking Join the Future. Um, if someone for some reason is watching this video and has not read join the future yet what give them give them the elevator pitch of what it's about yeah join the future is a sci-fi western and it takes place in a future america where we're seeing the inevitable decline and and, and almost uh end of small towns and rural communities and um and basically these mega cities have taken over and they're competing for population because population is, is economic power. So they go to these small town communities and try to buy up all the citizens and make them come to this seemingly utopian kind of society in the cities. But a few don't want to go. They want to rely on their self-sufficiency and independence from technology. And the story is about a, a, a young girl who's the daughter of a, a small town mayor. And uh, she finds herself embroiled in a in a battle between the big city and the small town uh, and and she must decide what her ideals are and her values and, and end up fighting for her community so in that way it's a a, a very classic western story yeah 
Yeah, it, it is. Um, it just is such a cool, like trying to describe it to people. Like when I first read, I'm like, well, it's, it's like this Western, but it also is like this dystopian future. It's also this like, and I'm like, and so that's why I was like, well, I'll just have you describe it. Cause you do a yeah. lot better job. You wrote it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so where did this kind of idea then for this series come about? I think I was, uh, I, I, I don't know. It's a couple things that usually for me, an idea comes together with a bunch of different parts and it kind of melts. I, I really thought about doing some sort of sci-fi Western. A lot, a lot of the sci-fi Westerns felt um, over the top or felt fantastical. I mean, I enjoy Firefly and Serenity and things like that, but they're rooted in like the steampunk and this kind of, there's a bit more uh, uh, flashiness to that. And Mandalorian is something new that's recently come out that is actually, even though it's Star Wars, it feels very grounded. And that was where my appetite was. I wanted a grounded sci-fi Western. So when I want something that I can't find on the shelf, I I seek to write it. And I was very curious by the landscape of like Midwest and what happens to the Midwest and the small towns and this trend of as modernization continues and urbanization and populations continue to move to the big cities. And you, you always see in the future these mega cities, but what's happened out in the countryside and what's happened to the the premise of small towns i grew up in a small town in the quad cities uh iowa cornfields and all and um uh you know we used to play in, in the with the neighborhood kids and that it was very idyllic and quaint and Spielbergian. and i was just curious about what happens to those types of communities uh in the future in the in a futuristic landscape and uh and so that it offered me an exploration of that yeah, and it's so cool because um, like you decided also to have this kind of story focus in on this young teenage girl uh, who's just trying to figure out where she is in her realm of like, where do you, you know, do you compromise on values and things like that? And like, so you're dealing with some real, I think, life stuff because that's, I think that's when we kind of start to figure out who we are as people, as teens, is like, is that kind of why, one of your reasonings of taking Clementine like the, as the main focus of your characters? Absolutely, and absolutely why I didn't want to tell it from someone in their 20s or 30s when you have a, a stronger sense of who you are. It, becomes, it became more um, interesting to me to look at the story uh, as someone who is unsure of their values and their ideals. And, and I think when you're 18 and you're going off into the world, you often are thinking about the ideals that you were taught growing up and whether or not you want to hold on to those and so it became more it, more dramatic to see her have to experience that she's a very strong-willed character and and then she finds herself very uncertain about how she wants to respond to um the dilemmas that she's facing with the, the city threatening her community they've got all these high-tech weapons she's been taught that technology is bad is she going to use technology to you know defend herself and fight for her community or is she going to rely on just a revolver it's it's in, it was interesting to me to explore and um and you know I, there's a character uh she finds a mentor character who's a, a trader who lives off the land and he sells technology he's kind of a do whatever you can get by to survive he has no ideals which is the opposite of her but he's telling her you know what's more important survival or ideals and and those things feel 
at, at odds with each other. So it was in, it was interesting. I think it's a very actually Western kind of trope to, yeah. to me. Yeah, it is. And I think that's an was just an awesome like idea to kind of come from that mindset. So I was like, I was captivated, I was intrigued by it. Um so the well, I mean the artwork on it too is beautiful. So like how and how um was Kowalski what's um Peter Kowalski is yep. the uh Polish artist. He's unbelievable. I saw his work on um uh, Bloodborne and he's done images sex before and okay. a lot of uh, uh, a lot of other things he did a western called Badlands uh, but he recently he's teamed up and worked a lot with uh Brad Simpson who's a colorist who's also very impressive and doing a lot of stuff right now he's coffin bound crone which was a uh Justin Greenwood book and uh they together just make breathtaking landscapes and oh, yeah. I, I knew that I wanted a lot of landscapes and vistas and i also needed an art team that could both do a sleek futuristic city and then a kind of uh you know western land western frontier kind of vibe so it, it was a tall order and they they knock it out of the park I, it's objectively speaking it is one of the most gorgeous books out this year i think it's really um some of the the stuff is breathtaking i was blown away it is. And I mean, because you're right, because you have to get in the in the story that you're trying to tell with the with the landscapes, you want that feel of the Midwest, you know, that kind of the Western feel. But you also want that majestic feel of this futuristic city. And um, I think they count they counterbalance each other really well. And like you said, they you, if you have one that's great and one that's like, uh, they can't really catch. It doesn't work for this story. So, yeah. And then, and then to be able to go from those landscapes to, to like a close up of Clementine where she's upset and you can really connect with her, uh, you know, that, that was everything. So they, they, they nailed it. It, it was amazing. Yeah. So how did you guys kind of get connected? Was this something that um, Aftershock kind of threw you guys together? Or was this something you saw their stuff and you're like, I need to bring them on or? I mean, Every time I've sold an idea to a publisher so far, it's been without an artist. And okay. the publishers will always give you suggestions for artists. That's how I found Giovanni Timpano on Eclipse. And I yeah. found Andrea Moody on uh, uh, Port of Earth uh, through the publisher saying, here's a list gotcha. of some guys we've been working and I get to look through those portfolios. But more and more, I found that um, you can, you know, if you want to branch out, you look at the, the breadth of artists out there yourself and you see and then you talk to the publisher and say here's somebody right. uh and I, I think that's the the big secret that people don't know that uh creators especially a creator like myself is oftentimes reaching out to a lot of artists to, to cold call them and say like what are you working so i cold called cold emailed peter to say hey i'm a big fan of your work and this stuff looks great and what are you working on now? Are you looking? And you know, you start those conversations and see if there's a match. That's and if cool. there is, then you're off to the races. So, yeah. So, um, man, that's great to hear. Like, it's just cool to kind of see the the behind the scenes. Which I meant to say, I when I was reading the trade of Eclipse, that whatever that idea where you guys put in the trade of giving the behind the scenes. Yeah was so cool to read and just get to see that as a comic fan i was like eating that up just as much as i was the book thank you thank you that we we started doing that on 
I can't remember if it was the first issue or right off the, the bat. And we got a, we got a, people liked it. And so we kept doing it and it just became a continued uh, um, bearing our <laughs> creative souls about what we put, put into it. So we became very transparent uh, doing that for clips. It was a lot of work, uh, but a lot of fun to, to share all of our, our thought process in the making of, yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's, yeah, that was so cool. So join the future you've uh you've wrapped up this arc with five issues uh trade is coming out soon or has it come out already the trade comes out january 6th so we're okay. starting the new year you're gonna celebrate new year's eve we're all gonna breathe a sigh of relief that 2020 is over and then you get to go to your comic shop and pick up during the future because it's probably the first uh wednesday of uh 2021 so, um, but you have to, but ordering it is right now. Uh, the FOC is like December fourteenth or something. So, okay. um, and I'll have I will have all the links that we talk about um, at the end, as well as uh, the FOC uh, link. Let you guys know in the description of this video. So, um, make sure if that's to check that out. And a lot of people have asked us if we're going to do more. You mentioned, you know, volume one. I mean, we uh, initially set out just to do a five issue miniseries for this, but. You know the demand has been uh, really great. We we've, we've uh, had a lot of positive response to this. So we've talked about doing more, uh, and that decision really hinges on seeing how the trade does. So if you uh, have enjoyed the series and you're ordering a trade, pre-order it. Tell your friends to pre-order it, and uh, that very, very well could be uh, what leads us to see uh, more of Clementine's adventure. Y'all, if you're watching this video, buy the stinking trade because I want more. <laughs> I just assumed that you guys were going because, like, you wrapped it up in issue five. Fine, you could be like you said, like it makes sense with like Eclipse. How you said it's very episodic. Um, yeah, but it hands on its own entirely. But uh, yeah, I would love to see more. And I, you know, people often have found people have read it. They want to see the city. That seems to be like everyone's like, but what's in the city? <laughs> And uh, definitely my vision for more would be, let's see Clementine go to the city and see what happens. It's a very classic Western setup that the, the, the cowboy or the gunslinger comes to civilization and has to uh, confront and handle what that has in store. So um, yeah, if we, if we do more, that's definitely, uh, that's definitely something that we'd like to do. Man, people, you better buy the trade because otherwise I'm going to buy so many trades. My wife's going to be mad at me or like, why do you have 18 copies of Join the Future? <laughs> but man, that's that's awesome. Like that's, it's just as, it's such a, it's one of those things like you've created such a great universe that there's so much that you can explore. Um, and if you don't, there's, it still is those five issues um, are a beautifully written story that, you know, you I can be happy with it. I'm not going to be, I want more. <laughs> Well, that's, I mean, that's my favorite thing to do. I think all of my stuff, I like to create these really massive worlds that have a lot of history and mythology to them. But at the end of the day, it's a, it's a contained character story. And, um, but yeah, once, when you create an entire large world, it, it leaves a lot of possibilities. So, yeah. So now that I know you're, you're getting ready to kind of be doing the promotional tour, and I'm sure for uh, the, you know, as I say, promotional tour, we're talking digital <laughs> with everyone here um, for join the future is, is there other stuff that you're kind of working on right now or any, like anything else that you're, you got cooking that you want to talk I, about? Or, or can? A bunch of stuff cooking, but I know nothing that's been announced or anything like that. I had a lot okay. of stuff that was set for 2020 and 
things have uh, moved those uh, plans to 2021. So okay. I think it'll be a busy uh, year next year with a lot more stuff coming out. But as of now, it's all just in the tank and we're working on it and uh, um, nothing yet to, awesome. to, to share. So. Perfectly. Okay. And that's good. So, well, as we wrap it up, um, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, is there anything else that, uh, you know, give you last, like, how can people stay connected with, you know, you and what you're creating and what you're doing? Um, you know, where can they find you or any last parting words? <laughs> I'm on all social media, at, uh, Zach Caps uh, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And uh, I uh, I'm happy to, to hear any questions or talk to anybody and reach out. Let me know what you think of the book. And, um, have a happy holidays. And <laughs> thanks so much. Yes, awesome. pre-order well, in the future. Pre-order it or, uh, or else, yeah. Or, or I'm going to be upset. And oh, yeah, we, need it. Yeah. we need more. We need more. <laughs> so, well, Zach, thank you so much for just thank taking you. a little bit of your busy schedule to talk comics with me. Um, so, again, all the links, every all... Um, uh, for this video and we've talked about will be in the description make sure you check that out uh go pick up the trade i'm telling you you're not going to be disappointed uh so january 6th right january january 6th that's right make it happen get those pre-orders in and with that being said hopefully you can find some time to curl up grab a book and nerd out peace